Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's tackle a difficult subject, and that is, what is humor? And it's a good deal to realize that it's not a simple word to analyze and define. I'm going to give you a description of the way I understand humor, and that'll be the basis from which we work. Several people make the mistake of confusing jokes and humor, and while jokes give the pathway to a humor experience, they aren't what humor is really made up of. If you understand what humor is made up of, you need to first of all understand that humor occupies a space in the mind, in the brain, and it is having to do with the experience of delight. We are actually hardwired to experience humor, but it starts out not looking a great deal like what we think humor is. And the first humor experience in a human life comes at six to ten weeks of age. This is interesting because I was at a humor conference and all of the professors of English strongly insisted that humor didn't start until a person was seven years old. Well, that's because they limit humor to being a verbal experience. And I hold that if you don't have the nonverbal experiences first, you'll have a hard time getting any humor response at the age of seven. So what is it? Well, it's the smiling response. And the smiling response is hardwired both into a baby's brain and into the parent. And about six, seven weeks of age is the time when each face makes eye contact with the other and then each in turn smiles and it goes on to giggling and laughing and shaking your arms and feet and just being delighted. This delight is the basis upon which humor is built and it is called nonverbal interactive humor. I'll give you an example once that I had of such an experience. My wife and I were in Germany and we pulled into an inn along the road toward evening, going to stop and find a place to stay and get some good food. And we happened into this delightful restaurant that was filled with Germans, no tourists that we could tell, and they were having a good time, drinking lots of beer and lots of uh, white German wine and laughing and singing and it was a jolly good place. And they were all talking German, and nobody's talking English, and my wife and I don't know any German. And then the delightful experience happened where an older woman, kind of kind of gnarled and, you know, uh, underweight, but she had a great smile, but didn't have all of her own teeth. And she came in the door and stopped and paused and looked at the room and said, couldn't talk. And the room stopped and looked at her. And a couple of people broke into a giggle. And then she started this dramatic talk, which was obviously laden with 
all kinds of verbal humor. And the room began to laugh more and more. And she got more and more demonstrative and expressive. And finally, the room was cascading into laughter. She built up and hit a punchline, and everybody, including my wife and I, laughed so hard that we were crying. And my wife and I said to each other, and we don't know a word of German. That is contagious humor, which is nonverbal interactive. And that comes from way back at the smiling response. Now, the second way a human being experiences humor comes around the age of two. And it has to do with the fact the child is understanding that some things are no and some things are yes and some things you talk about and some things you don't. And in particular, a subject that you don't talk about is caca. Poo-poo. And yet, children sometimes laugh about caca and poo-poo. Little boys, in particular, uh, like to show off their penis when they're two and three, four years old, because it, even then it's understood that showing that showing one's genitals is forbidden, and therefore it becomes a really uh, good way for the child to propagate some humor. My sons and I went to a movie once. It was uh, Blazing Saddles, Mel Brooks film, and this one guy was around the campfire and everybody was farting and it was a you know, burlesque funny scene. And anyway, somebody made a, uh, a line, something about, well, he shot him in the ass. And the, and the theater broke into laughter. But my sons weren't old enough to quite understand. They said, what did he mean? And I said, well, he shot him in the poo hole. And at that point, the audience had stopped laughing. My sons burst out and said real loud, poo-poo hole. And when they said that, the whole place broke down into laughter. Okay, this is a stimulation of forbidden subjects. And that type of humor can get really raunchy. But if you're in a group that are all raunchy, it's positive humor. But it's very easy to offend and has a can have a pretty dark side. But understand, dirty jokes are ubiquitous in every culture there is. And dirty jokes in childhood deal with excrement and sexual organs. Now, the third pathway to humor actually comes around age seven when English professors say, now that's humor. And it's, it's based on having a understanding that words can have more than one meaning. And because of that, when words or suggestions are juxtaposed and there is a moment of surprise, the person has an experience of inner delight, laughs, and that is the humor experience. That is the stuff that has to do with joking. Now, if you watch uh, TV specials much about comedian on stage comedians, notice that probably about 85% of what they're doing ha is uh, stimulation of forbidden subjects. You go back to Lucille Ball, for example, and you'll find a lot of it is uh, nonverbal interactive, the faces and the situations they get into. And then some are really funny because they uh, have surprises when words are said in a different way. So now here is the basic take home. The mindset for humor is there at birth and it is shaped by life experiences. 
the three pathways that come to you to bring on a humor experience are number one, nonverbal interactive, number two, stimulation of forbidden subjects, and number three, jokes, wit, absurdities, verbal humor. This is basic science of humor now, so next time I'll get into more about jokes and when humor is positive and when humor is negative. Till then, uh, have fun. Be sure to smile and make eye contact with people and act like a baby. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.